my opposer when I want freedom. You my opposer when I want justice. You my opposer when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. Bro, Ohio State lost today. Bro. <laughs> they could have beat Wisconsin, bro. Like, and then what? Did you, did you watch it? I saw a little bit of it. Bro, so... They tied for one. They came. They went on a fifteen to one street uh, uh run, right? Mm -hmm. Fifteen to one run, bro. And I'm watching it. They tied. I think it was uh sixty three, with like six. They they had the ball like fifteen seconds, but they went. They uh winded down six seconds, and uh Wisconsin had fouled, so they taking the ball out sideline. Bro, this man pulls up for a deep three. What? <laughs> and they're tied at sixty three at the end of regulation. So we went to OT. Went the OT and they right. lost by like five. So what was it? Because they best then they best player was uh, had fouled out in the fourth quarter. The issue is why are you taking the three <laughs> and you tied. I mean, take it to the cup. You got a chance of getting fouled. You got a chance of making the layup. <laughs> bro, the court was wide open, bro. Everybody was in the corners, bro. One the middle was wide open. I get it, but like you tied, bro. You get a chance to get to the free throw line, which they was doing that whole little stretch. You make one free throw, you got one second left, and they got to take it the full length of the court. You feel me? Instead of a deep wide, like a deep three, bro, he could have still stepped in like two steps. <laughs> and still did the hot line, bro. This uh, is the rundown. Way to start off. You got a little, get something off your chest. Damn, <laughs> tripping, bro, sometimes. I got a question here. Uh-huh. Okay, let's start. And like uh. 16 and 13, nah. Uh, they done went on a little yeah. street, yeah. You bro. know, they, 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 caught, they started going like downhill towards yeah. the end. <laughs> what if they? But well, what if they make a run? Well, no, I don't know if you. you no, know, I don't know if you make a run. You prove a case in the Big bro, Ten you see tournament. They, uh, bracket? Did you see the bracket? Yeah. They, it just came out like a couple, like about an hour ago. The uh, prediction bracket? Uh, or, uh, or you mean like the Big Ten? The Big Ten bracket. Okay. They got to play. Uh, they got to play Indiana first round. Or second round, they go they go straight to the second round and they got the qualifying round and stuff. But if they beat Indiana, they got to play Michigan State. Okay. So and then they beat Michigan State, then they got to play Wisconsin, potentially. So yeah, that's heavy hitters. Oh yeah, so you yeah, that's a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to overcome. Yes, this is the rundown. So obviously we'll be talking college hoops. Yeah, chime in. What you want me to chime in about? Now what'd you see? What'd you see over the weekend? Man. I'll tell you what I saw late last night. AB became a Raider. <laughs> CMU Hoops, uh, they have their MAC tournament going on, both men's and women's. Each team coming off a W, if you will. Eastern Michigan lost on their senior day, which I was uh, okay. pretty sad. <laughs> I was pretty sad about, like, they couldn't uh, finish that off and get a like W. Oh, they play CMU. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, yeah, right. Uh, CMU overcame uh, EMU 77-66 in their last contest. Kevin McKay played all the minutes, scored 23 points, 10 boards. Uh, 18 points came from David. He had five threes in that contest, uh, Alex. He was knocking down a trade ball. Let's What's see. going on here, man? What do you mean? What do you what do you see? <laughs> you know, and then you right. No, what, what what do you see? I mean, Larry Austin. Forty minutes, nine points. Yeah, he struggled. He got ten assists. Though. Yeah, he had ten assists in this contest, but he uh, ultimately struggled oh my God. offensively. And you know what I'm about to talk about? What free throws, man? Oh yeah, go ahead and take a look man, at those. If I was a coach, that man would be in the gym every day shooting free throws. <laughs> he was one. Yeah, he was one of five. From the free throw line. As much as he get there, because he always attacking. You yep. know, these should be like layups to him. You would expect. You definitely would. Uh, coach, if it's freeze for me. Yeah, you definitely would expect him to knock down the free throws. As a kind of player he is, you know, he always he's always attacking the basket, and then uh, doesn't look like what Dallas Morgan. Yeah, he had his twelve points, but I think he started. I think he started uh, over the weekend. I don't think he came off the bench this time, Alex. And uh, he had 29 minutes. He was 5 for 10, 50%. 50, look, he was 50, 40. He just didn't go to the free throw line for that 90 or that 100% to have a pretty good shooting night completely overall. But, yeah, he had, tw he had 12 points. So he was the third uh, CMU player in uh, double figures. So, again, you know, they beat uh, EMU as they head into okay. the MAC tournament. And uh, 
they're gonna face, you know, rival. It's a rival game. Western, what? Central Western. That's who they're. Uh, that's who they're playing. And yeah, Western. They haven't been. They haven't been very good. So Dub. Yeah, we uh, we hope so, right? <laughs> yeah. And course, so, as you look at the bracket, and you see if they do take care that's of Western Michigan. Tough. Yeah, if they take care of Western, then they'll have to uh, face a tough Kent State team who has a bye, and they're sitting at the. Uh, and even if they get past seat. them, they gotta face Buffalo. If Buffalo get passed, I expect them to get passed, but. Pass either either Akron, Akron or, or Miami. Miami. Either or. Have to play Miami for sure. I believe. You said uh, Miami. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to play Miami for sure. I ain't really seen or heard too much of Akron basketball team. I heard Miami was pretty good this season. Though. Yeah, I heard they had a good player on their squad. Well, they're um they're a uh, number nine seed, and well, Akron's the eighth seed in that, so they have the uh, advantage of having the game on their campus. So that's uh, beneficial for them to have the first game. Uh, at home, and then I think I believe CMU would have that first game as an advantage too at home before they all uh, head off to Cleveland. So by looking at the bracket, how far are you guys believing that they'll uh, get a chance to go? How far you think they'll go? Just by looking at the bracket, the uh, Central Michigan men's team. I mean, as a Chippewa, you know, I'ma say they gonna make it all the way to the final. <laughs> but as an unbiased. Person, as I don't want to call myself a sports analyst, I'm not a sports analyst. <laughs> but as, a, as being unbiased, I mean, going against uh, Buffalo in the in the semifinals, I think they can get to the semifinals. But going against Buffalo in the semifinals will be tough. Okay, but you but you can at least expect to get you know take care of business that home game and then knocking out that uh, that Kansas State opponent. Oh yeah. Okay. Especially since, like, the Kent State is not at home. You feel me? It's going to be at. Yeah, it's, it's neutral. It's neutral site. However, Kent State is located where? Is it in Ohio? You know, it's about an hour I believe. away. It's about an hour away. <laughs> so, uh, they may have more fans but what in we attendance. Just, what was we just but, talking no, about you, before? No, you're what right. What were we just talking about? Yeah, they're taking bu- uh, busloads yeah, bus down to uh, Cleveland to uh, make sure that CMU has the crowd there for support and make sure they take care of business. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And you know the women going to be there too. I hope they don't want to get shown up by the women. You know? Oh, well, yeah. You gotta, but you gotta... Well, yeah, let's convert over there to that <laughs> side. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, the women's team, you know, they took let's care of business. Let's just win, man. Let's just win. Then we going to get into some UConn stuff and women going to get to doing better. I mean, they've been whoa, doing better. Whoa, whoa. Ain't nothing wrong with it for the women's side. You, you think know? so? No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, cause you be, like, cause what was we watching the other day? Um, the love, of, love of the love of basketball, or whatever yeah. basketball love story. Yeah. And it was like talking about UConn women, um, How you know, making they, you know, run to be dominant, and then UConn men, you know, being there. It's, uh, like you mean at the UConn same time? Too. You mean like when they were when they were there at the same? I time? like a UConn, UConn situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they was, you know, around the time like they both were good. Both, both winning like national championships. Yeah, yeah that was around like two thousand four. Jim Calhoun and then it was, you know, um, Gino. Gino, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that'd be pretty interesting if we could both get you know both teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but I think it'll be good right now. I mean, yeah, record wise. Yeah, I think it'll be probably tougher for. Um, the men's side versus the. I mean, uh, being honest, I don't think the men make it. Versus the women's. I mean, if I'm looking at this, this like I see them, I see them making it to the second round. Uh, us playing Kent State, and you know, maybe even beating Kent State. But if we gotta play Buffalo, you know, like I don't know. I'm not even gonna count them out because they can get a, get on the run and things are good. It's just you know, because we got a good defense team, so I'm not even worried about that. It's just if we can hit our shots, really. Okay. And yeah, you know, women's the women's team in their last contest, they took care of business pretty well. I mean, it was it was seventy eight to uh, forty five, and they even got to a point where they only allowed uh, five points in a quarter. That was in the opening of the second half. They only allowed five points in that uh, third quarter, and they scored twenty four points in in that quarter, and basically just putting the game away. Collapse. And yeah, they took care of business, winning by you know over thirty points. Yeah. And if you look at the uh, you go back to the minutes. The minutes look, you know, they look a little better this time, right? Yeah. From, uh, from the last time we talked, you know, Rena Frost, she still had a, a phenomenal game, uh, 32 points, 11 rebounds. And then, you know, Presley Hudson taking care of business again, uh, 28 points. And she also had 10 boards. So, and then if you look at Rena Frost uh, defensively, she had four blocks and she also had two steals. I think this is just this is just on um, Coach G. I feel like getting ready for you know tournament play. Just trying to get those um, younger kids like Anika Weeks, Gabby Bird, 
uh, Kyra Bustle some more minutes so they can be ready to play when on one time it comes. Absolutely. Uh, Especially when, you know, this tournament is coming up. You know, it's right here. And, you know, we're lucky enough that CMU uh, women's team, uh, they took care of business throughout the season, and they have a bye. You know, they have that number one seed. You know, they took care of business in the uh, in the regular season. You know, they won the, uh, the MAC West. And so they're going to play the winner of Eastern Michigan or Akron. Sad case for those two teams. Yeah. And so when you look at it, uh, you know, they got the bye. So if they take care of business against – Akron or Eastern and Buffalo takes care of either Kent State or Bowling Green and that matchup comes with Buffalo and CMU you believe that uh, CMU will be able to take care of business despite you know Buffalo being a pretty pretty good team oh yeah just uh, and that's just me having faith in um, our women's team and then they're shooting really they're shooting from uh, from CMU well, well Presley <laughs> oh, just Presley? No, but the CM, you know, CMU shooting. But I'm just saying, you know, I know who gonna get them up. Oh, uh, Presley. Well, she has six threes. She has six threes. Her last contest, absolutely. Um, what? Who's the X? Who's the X factor in the tournament? You think uh, for the women's team outside of uh, a Raina Frost or a uh, Presley Hudson? Uh, um, I say Michaela. <laughs> Michaela Kelly. Why? Why is that? It's because she is. Like I said, I think I said it on one of the podcasts before. She is one of the best defenders on the team. One of the best on wall defenders. And uh, that's something you don't talk about when you talk when you talk, think about like central. You feel me? You think mm-hmm. about threes and offense. Okay. You don't really think about the defensive side. So if she can hold it down up top, and then Raina can hold it down down low, that's all they need. All right, absolutely. And um, for the men's team, uh, Mister Mister Alex, what do you think uh, they need to do? to be able to keep going, just maybe potentially go as far as maybe the uh, women's team because we expect the women's team to go pretty far. What do you think the men's side can do uh, in the tournament to be successful? I think they, um, they just need to rebound and play defense, really, uh, so they can you know what I'm saying, start up their break, get uh, good looks and transition. Transition. And then they're, they're not you know what I'm saying, the biggest team in the MAC, so you know what I'm saying, they need to be a team effort on the boards because you don't want to get out rebound. And if you look at that last contest, uh, that was the situation where, uh, you know, CMU, they were they were out-rebounded, but what they were able to do was uh, force turnovers. Mm. So, like like you said, like getting the ball, like controlling the pace of the game, you know, they had they forced 17 turnovers in that contest despite despite being out-rebounded. So, so even if, you know, they do get out-rebounded in this situation, it has to be a uh, – you got to be able to counter something with, like, a turnover with, like, turnover situation. Yeah, that's what happened in the uh, Michigan-Michigan State game, really. Uh, Michigan won the turnover battle, but they got also got out-rebounded by, like, 10. So, yeah, you know, so if you can control both of the – I believe you could control both of those uh, aspects of the game, it'll probably be in your favor. So we hope – that uh, CMU is able both men's and women can take care of business in the MAC tournament, right? And then we also hope that uh, we come out and support the uh, CMU's uh, women's basketball team and the men's basketball team as they uh, both try to win their opening games in the opening round of the MAC tournament. So we'll continue to move forward. Guess who's Bazak? What's up, Jamar, man? How you doing, man? You know, I uh, you know, I feel like I haven't stop, seen stop, you in a while. Stop, stop, What's up, man? Stop, I feel like I ain't stop, seen you in a stop, while. Stop. What's up? Did you just say Bazak? Yeah, we back. And we back. What's up? What's wrong with that? What's wrong? What's wrong with that? I think he was trying to think. I think he thought that you was trying to make a play on words. Yeah, you didn't just like Bazak. What's up? What's wrong he, with what's he, up? He, he, he didn't mean that, bro. Oh, okay. He didn't mean All right. <laughs> Dang. You up, ain't never bro? heard that before? Right. right. But Zach, what's up? We business. Yeah, but your name's Zach. So. All right. That ain't even. That's too much. <laughs> We're doing too much tonight. All right. Oh, man. Oh, man. We are back. Let's talk a little bit more college hoops. Michigan, Michigan State, Duke, North Carolina. It was some pretty uh, good games over the weekend. Let down. Yeah, it was a letdown. I would actually say, you know, I never been in favor of uh, deciding on U of M side, but I was hoping that they would uh, get revenge in uh, East Lansing and uh, split it right down the middle uh, for the season. But it didn't happen. Uh, 
MSU was able to uh, take care of business, uh, 75 to 63, uh, 12-point victory. Um, what did you guys see in this contest uh, overall uh, for the second time around? Same thing I saw the first time. What do you mean? Cassius. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Like, he, he was the player of the year. Like, and man, like, no, he just, he real efficient. He do a good job of, like, getting them to a point where they going to get a bucket. You know, he really, like, the second Izzo, you know, like, he controlling everything. Oh, he controls you. So you're saying he did a good job of uh, just controlling yeah, the tempo of the game them, overall. Getting them a bucket when they needed one, like, you know. Like, if, if they needed a bucket, you knew who where the ball was going. Like, even if he give it up quick, he come back to get it because he going to score the ball. Like, you knew he was scoring when he was going up. Yeah, he was uh, definitely aggressive. Uh, he was uh, 7 of 17. Keyword right there. Say it one more time. No, he was definitely, yeah. yeah no, 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 no. For the whole team, they was all aggressive. They was on that. Okay. Uh, talk a little bit more about that. Like, what did you see? Like, I, just, I, just, I just like what I see, like, when the Michigan State, all, when, when they, Michigan State beats Michigan, it just seems like they wanted more, you know, and that's what everybody, though, like, but it's just like Michigan State, just like, they could be ranked number one, we could be ranked 10th, and they're and they going to feel like they're the underdogs. Like, I don't know. That's just like the mindset that they come out with to me. They okay. come out, like, more hungry than we are. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, like, we started off good, it's just, you know, down the line, like, we just fall apart. And it was, like, same thing with Michigan, same thing for Duke, you know, they had it. Lost it. Interesting point. Uh, Chime yeah, in. Yeah. I, about to say, I got a question for y'all. Since I'm not like a, I don't really pay attention to both teams, so I don't really understand like the coaching aspects on both sides. So uh, how B, uh, what's his name? Beeline. Yes. I don't know how he coaches. I don't know how Izzo coaches too much, but and they're both great coaches. But do y'all think like one out coach the other in one of the two or both for the uh, contest? I'll let Alex answer that question. No, I don't think like it's like. Our coaching, because they know each other well. You know what I'm saying? They didn't play a lot. Like, teams, whichever team makes the most shots, you know what I'm saying, and ride the momentum all the way to the end. And Michigan State does a good job of that. You know what I'm saying? When they made their comeback, it's like Michigan, though. They know Michigan is not well, you know what I'm saying, playing from behind. And, you know what I'm saying, when they made that last push, it was pretty much a wrap. Okay. So, uh, what do you guys expect now with the, uh, now the game's over, you know, and uh, number one seed was a uh, was something that was uh, in the works here for either team that could potentially happen. Uh, either team was kind of fighting to uh, potentially have a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Do you think, even with uh, Michigan losing this game, you think depending on how far they go in the Big Ten tournament, can can they still determine a destiny for a number one seed? Nah. I think they pretty much locked at number two now. Cause yeah. you know what I'm saying, you got teams like um like North Carolina who's like really pushing, you know what I'm saying, to take that last uh that last one seed. Cause I guess, you know what I'm saying, pretty much at this point, Virginia, Gonzaga, you know what I'm saying, those two locks. And then you can kinda lock UNC in there. Then I don't know about the fourth one. Hold on, it's another team I know I'm missing. Okay. But you don't think you don't, you don't think uh, Michigan or Michigan State can get that one? Can get that fourth one? No, I think they're gonna give it to the Dukies. Okay. Or um, what's that other ACC team? Hold on. You saying you got Virginia? Cause I see something on the on the on the ESPN last night. They was talking about like possibly three ACC teams with Virginia, wow. Duke, and North Carolina. I believe was the three. Damn. And then you gotta have Gonzaga as automatic. You know what I'm saying? Gonzaga. Automatic. Yeah. You think you think AC you think uh, ACC deserves or can possibly get three number one seeds, uh, Malik? Uh, it's possible for sure. Michigan State, I was rooting for them, but they shot themselves in their foot with that one loss before uh, that Michigan game. Yeah, uh, which game you referring to? Uh, I can't even remember who they played to be they honest. Lost to Indiana, I Indiana, yeah, Indiana, yeah. Because so, we was talking about if they won, if either Michigan or Michigan State won outright, then one of them would have got that bid. But both of them like didn't win. The rest yeah, of the game, so split with Purdue. Yeah, so that's what makes both of them. But if they win the Big Ten tournament, though, yeah, I think uh, because just because of the simple fact that uh, I don't know if you guys can, uh, you may agree or disagree to this, but first and foremost, I think the Big Ten is the best uh, college basketball conference.
that's just because uh, you never know. <coughs> you just never know what you're going to get. You know, you got teams like Iowa who you can lose to. You have teams like Indiana you can lose to. You have teams like Minnesota you can lose to. And, like, the three teams I just named, the three programs I just named, these teams aren't at the top notch of, you know, of the Big Ten. But mm. those are teams that can all give you a scare and can all give you L's, put L's on your loss column. You know, add, add loss column, add L's to your loss column. What? I agree with you, though. Like, I feel like Michigan – I've not Michigan, but – um. The Big Ten is like the best conference in Ken college basketball because like you got teams like Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, um, even Indiana, like are well really Michigan, Michigan State and Wisconsin like are threats to go all the way every year. You know, and then you got other teams like Indiana, you got teams like Iowa, you just said like who can go in the tournament and mess up a lot of things for a lot of people just because how good they are. Yeah, and if you look and if you look at the Big Ten uh, overall. Oh, and uh, Purdue. I won't forget Purdue. Yeah, you know, you, you still like like you said, you got Purdue. And you got uh, Wisconsin, who sat, who finished fourth, and they played well. And then Maryland, they played well. You know, they finished uh, the season with 20 wins. And if you look at it, look how many teams just in the uh, Big Ten alone with 20 with 20 wins, with at least 20 wins on their uh, on their resume as the season ended. I yeah. think that just got to go with like if you look at the Big Ten, you see more of uh, you see more teamwork and more teams that's actually playing like teams. Versus like the ACC or like anything like that, like they got one player, a couple players on their team that take all the shots and do all that. Yeah, big team. Yeah, I just think uh, having that that real like. Not saying there's not marquee guys in the big team because obviously you got guys like Cash Winces and and Carson Edwards. Yeah, Yeah, Carson Carson Edwards, Ethan Hab. But they uh, are from Indiana and stuff like Romeo Langford. You got kids like that, but like you know, like they're. Still not, you know, the Zions, the R.J. Barrett. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One and done. Basically, yeah. yeah. They're, not, they're not kids like that. But, you know, like, they play good ball with their teams. You absolutely. Know? And, and those and those teams in the ACC and SEC, like, with those star players, you know who the ball is going to the uh, majority yeah. of the time. You absolutely. Know? Like, not teams like Big Ten, you know, like, anybody can. It could be anybody's game. Exactly. I can understand that. I feel that. And then, like, like I said, like Iowa, they had 21 wins this year. And then Maryland, 22 wins. Wisconsin had 22 wins. And then you see the ones at the top. You see uh, uh, Purdue and Michigan and Michigan State each with uh, over 22 wins. And so, yeah, that's what I say. That like, That's what I mean by that. You know, so the Big Ten uh, in terms of like the long, the long haul in the standings, like you see a lot of successful programs, and um, I think Big Ten teams are will be the teams that go the furthest out of all the Power Five uh, conferences when they do punch their ticket. And I think they even I'll even say this too: they may have the most teams um, in the Big Ten in the um, NCAA tournament. You guys agree well, with they, that? They started off the yeah, season I know, with like sure agree with eight teams ranked. Yeah, eight or nine you, teams ranked. Yep. And so uh, again, just having the um, the Big Ten tournament. Uh, coming up pretty soon, and who do you guys think is gonna actually win it between? Because you know the favorites are the top is probably top heavy with uh, Purdue, Michigan, and uh, Michigan State. You, who do you guys think can sneak in there and maybe uh, knock one of those three teams off? Wisconsin. Early on, you think Wisconsin? Yeah, no, Wisconsin always giving trouble and always doing something that nobody wants them to do. Well, it won't be early on though, because they got a second round bye. Yeah. But just in the long haul. How Wisconsin for sure. They always got that great atmosphere, that great team that even on football, like they just always got that team that'll come in and shake some things up. Them and Purdue. Which we which you you know, obviously uh dislike, especially uh Wisconsin and their style of basketball and their style of play. But you're right, right, right. <laughs> right, Alex's style of play and it's just you know, their style of their style of basketball and um but yeah, that like you said, that's one of the teams. Uh, I think Maryland can be yeah, one of those Maryland. teams as well. Um, that could Indiana. Uh, Indiana, Indiana um, plays. I'm Michigan. not. I'm yeah, Indiana not might just, go. Might uh, go. Might play Michigan State, and they. Hey, I'm just not sold. I mean, they they, they struggled uh, in conference eight and twelve, and I'm just not. I mean, they. Well, I will Michigan say this: State, they're hot. They, they are hot. Regular season is over. My only thing with Michigan March State Madness. is they missing like key players. You feel me? And you can get away with that in the regular season, but. One and done season, yeah, <laughs> it, it gets tough. That's true. It gets and, tough. Yeah, that's very true. And Big Ten tournament, it's either like it's winter go home, yeah. and it's obviously the same thing with the big dance too as well. Winter, winter go home, and so uh, yeah, you may have a point, but 
They're gonna have to have some. I mean, guys who did Michigan State lose? Yeah, I'm, about to say, I'm not saying Indiana gonna beat them. I'm just saying who was, like, who was Michigan State's lost to? Who did, you, who did you just say that was? Uh, Indiana. Yeah, so that's my that's my point there. Like, I'm not saying that just because they won before they'll win again, but that's one team that like if they beat Ohio State, they go play Michigan State. Like, they could potentially beat Michigan State, and then that messes up some things for Michigan State. Yeah, because if it, I feel like if uh, Michigan State, because you just said that like that number one seed, like you know if they went out, then like I, like if they win this out, then I think that they potentially could get that number one. I think they they are deserving, our team that is deserving, but the only thing is about them being deserving, they also are hurt. So it's like yeah, you give them that number, you give them that number that, one, that, you that give them, them deserving, that makes them deserve. No, I, I feel that, but they doing all but this for the broken you, team. It's like you just throwing a number one there that you don't even yeah. know if they really gonna be able to do a lot yeah. with it. You know, under man, really. So yeah, that's yeah. You got a very good point. And so, is it possible for you know the three top teams in the Big Ten? You know, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State. You know, if they don't, okay, let's say they don't get the number one seed, right? And we automatically assume, okay, if they're not gonna be number one seed, they'll be a two seed. Who do you think can fall and slip from a from not only a one seed or a two seed? But can wind up being a three seed. Michigan, and there's nothing on them. It's just, uh, it's just the committee. Yeah, I say Michigan because Michigan had a backward season this year. Like usually they start off with a couple, couple losses, and then they get it together towards uh, tournament time. This year they went undefeated that whole time. Then this back half of the season they just been taking a couple losses. Well, yeah, it's, it's not. I'm okay with that. Not though, that like bad, last year though, they, they here it was here Big Ten tournament, boom. That's what I'm saying. Like y'all start off, y'all take a couple turn, y'all take a couple losses beginning of the season, and then towards that back half is when y'all turn it on and y'all tournament ready and all that. Now y'all kind of flip flop. Like y'all went undefeated and now y'all lost was it five games in that back half of the season <clears throat> or four games, whatever it may have been. I ain't saying the momentum is like going away from Michigan. I'm just saying like that's just what I observe. You feel me? I feel that. I mean, but I also look at it as like a you know a like. It's the wake up call before things get serious. Like you said, like, you know, now it's one and done, you know, one and you out the way. You know, so now it's like we lost Michigan State, so we really gotta we really gotta pull it together and get our stuff together. So, you know, like I don't know. I, I look forward to seeing great basketball though. That's all I can say. Yeah, what do you expect from uh from the Michigan Wolverines, uh, Alex, in terms of the Big Ten tournament? Uh I expect them to well, they got the uh the, the double bye, right? So yep. they don't have to play until like the quarterfinals. So hopefully so they can get it together and make a run and like win it, you know what I'm saying? At least win the Big Ten tournament. Because you know what I'm saying they was unfortunate not to get a split of Reg- a regular way, season. Uh, yeah, by the way, shout out to Purdue. Congratulations to them because that was a hell of a run they went on. <laughs> yeah, and they won every game at home too. They won they definitely won every game at home. So yeah, I think uh Michigan they should be shooting to get that, you know what I'm saying, that Big Ten tourney championship at least. And then you think, okay, so if they win it, you where do you think that puts them on the uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament? I think it, you know, what I'm saying that just furthers lock, you know, what I'm saying lock in the two seed. I think if they just win, you know, what I'm saying one, get the quarterfinals, and then you know, what I'm saying maybe stumble in the semifinals, they'll still be, you know, what I'm saying the two seed because they have all those. Those what do they call them? Them Kempom, like top fifty wins, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Beating UNC, you know what I'm saying? By the margin that they did, you know what I'm saying? And that's absolutely that's tough. Like I seen a stat, like Michigan, they beat like three conference champions or something like this this year. They beat uh, UNC. Uh, who was the other one? Who was the other one? Uh, Villanova. Okay. Oh yeah, possibly more than likely. Yeah. Villanova ended up turning their season around at the end, and then. Uh, Norfolk State or something like that. They they actually won a conference too. Yeah, I actually did see that. Yeah. Wow. Three conference champions. I mean, that's some like you said, top fifty, top fifty wins. So yeah, that's definitely um, that's definitely important in terms of a resume, right? NCAA resume. And uh, yeah, we hope Michigan and Michigan State. Oh, Purdue. Oh, Purdue. Okay. Like the the fourth one, maybe. They beat Purdue. Yeah, I think it is North. Okay, yeah, North Fork State. Okay, yeah, awesome. Villanova, North Carolina, and Purdue. So they got like four wins over conference champions. So yeah, they definitely be able to uh, take care of business, and we hope that uh, Michigan, Michigan State, what round three? You guys can potentially see a round three in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. think so? Yeah. 
I think I think Michigan wins in round three. Why so? Cause I said so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think by that time Beeline had cooked up some, you know, a real a good game plan. Um, I think they'll just be ready. I like the last two games against them. Like I don't know, like the shooting just hasn't been there, you know. And like you heard that from the commentators as well. Like, it was like you know, like teams have passed. Like, I was like they was talking about like Mo Wagner, you know, being able to shoot them out of the out of <coughs> thing and stuff like that. But like you know. Well, Berdeskis had a good game. Yeah, no, he did. He, he did. But then, then going back, if you, now if you go back to our our previous podcast, um, there was talks about talks about Zay, um, Xavier Simpson being the best point guard Ooh. in the um, Big Ten, and he went three for thirteen. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna need him to step it up. And then, yeah, like I just uh, Alex just mentioned, you know, he he only played 22 minutes in the entire game. He played 22 minutes in a 40 minute game. He fouled out the contest. He had five fouls. Yeah. Yeah. 20 points in 20 minutes. That's tough. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so, that's just going to show you how much, you know, how effective he was, at least on an offensive end, to have 20 points in 22 minutes. But, you know, he he fouled out. So, like, there's no telling if he, you know, if he controls his, his, uh, his aggression, I guess, defensively, how the outcome of that game would even be if he's scoring that well, you know, say, at that, at that pace. I hope so. I mean, did y'all watch the whole game? Hmm. How was yeah. the uh, how was the officiating? Cause I see Michigan State and uh, they shot, shot five free throws. They shot thirty free throws. Thirty free throws. Yeah, no, they they, they to Michigan seven. Yeah, the officiating was tough. That's why you know what I'm saying you had most of the the big time players in foul trouble. Cassius Winston basically set out the last ten minutes of the oh, first yeah, half. Yeah, see that. Uh, Bryce Dacus, um yeah, They had lawyer in there for it. Rivers. Mainly though, everybody was in foul trouble. And then in the second half, like the adjunct. I don't know. It got even more tiki tack, and then that's how Bryce Davis picked up his last two cheap ones, and it was over from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I was about to say thirty to seven free throws. That's a, that's a huge. Like they was calling right? a lot of off ball, it's like crazy. rebound, like fifty fifty foul calls, which is like uh-huh. weird to me, like in rivalry games, but. Teach his own. I guess that's how they decided they wanted to call the game. I don't like. I don't mind as long as it's it's consistent. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't come off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, letting them play, and then second half you want to call it close. Like, I guess they was it was pretty consistent. And so, uh, I mean, as you see here, uh, you know, no Matthews in this contest. So, what's wrong with him? Uh, still ankle, correct? Yeah, I think it's still ankle. Yeah, now, now you guys think he, you guys think he'll be ready for a Big Ten play, and you know, I think uh, you guys think that'll make the true difference in how far you know how far they go in this uh, Big Ten a, tournament. It'll make a good difference. I mean, yeah, he got five days, so he got time, and then he had all the time off before that. So hopefully, you know, they've been doing everything. Michigan got the money to definitely take care of him, like <laughs> to get him back. So <laughs> I'm just saying they got the uh, they got the treadmill, this um, zero gravity treadmill, man. He better get on that. I don't know, man. <laughs> do some water workouts. Get out, get out there, cause um, ain't no more, ain't no more sitting down, bro. So yeah, we'll see. You know how far uh, each team uh, goes, whether it's uh, Michigan and Michigan State. We'll see who goes the furthest and who who's able to potentially capture the, the Big Ten championship. Now let's can just convert over to uh, you know just top twenty five action in general. And, you know, uh, college basketball, the regular season is uh, essentially over. And, you know, all the uh, Power Five uh, conferences will essentially uh, get ready for their um, tournament championships as well. And so I had uh, I put together, you know, a list. I know you did. (laughs) <laughs> Put together a list. Cause I know who the I see who the SEC coach of the year is. <laughs> I put together a list of uh, college basketball players and uh, potential um, all conference. So potential players who can make all conference in uh, in their conference, <laughs> if you will. And uh, just chime in, guys, if you guys agree with how it looks. And then also uh, all Americans. Who do you guys see as a uh, the five All-Americans, at least first team in uh, college basketball. And for me, if I had to go ahead and um, pick five guys to be the uh, All-Americans, first team All-Americans for the country, I would probably say Cassius Winston would be uh, the point guard. Agreed. I would have to go with, in terms of the next guard, I would maybe have to go with... um, Either Jarek Culver or it would probably be 
I'm gonna go with the uh, with the guard from. It's either gonna be the guard from um, Texas Tech, Jared Culver, or um, Kobe White of UNC. Mm. And then the forwards is pr- pretty simple. I'm just gonna go with uh, Zion and uh, and R.J. Barrett. And then the uh, the big guys. Well, I would just take. Um, I gotta put at least one uh, Gonzaga player up there, and I'd put a. Rui up there, the uh, the forward, the forward from Gonzaga. I'd put him as an All-American. And so, uh, who'd, you, who'd you guys have as your All-Americans for uh, NCAA basketball? We'll go with you first, uh, Malik. I might want to go with me last. <laughs> you said go with you last? Who yeah, <laughs> you got cooking up for me, uh, for me, Alex? I probably had the same as you, for real. Uh, Rua, what's his name, Hashimura? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he a beast. Um, my guard, I have Cassius Winston, probably Marcus Howard. And, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about RJ. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's no, that's fine. Yeah, that's Might fine. Have to leave him off. Yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> I, I go with um, I go with Cameron Payne. Okay. Over um. No, Cameron Johnson, I mean, excuse oh, okay. me. Oh, yeah, okay. North yeah. Carolina, yeah. No, he nice. I go with him at one of the fours, and then I give the other four to Zion. Okay. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> or my man's from Tennessee, too, Grant Williams. Oh, true. Yeah, true. Big body. Yeah, that uh, crazy. I, think, I, think, I think we all can agree that Cash is um, for a guard. I do like him. Um, now, I'm going to give... I'm gonna give uh, you two one. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna give you two one chance to see if you guys is put him on the uh, All American list. And because right now he's not the person I'm thinking of. He's not. He's the person I'm thinking of. He's not on there. He, he hasn't been called is, yet. Is it because of the the, the, the um, people he's played against too? Yes, it is. Uh, is that a big, well, we want. Well, we, we want to expose. Okay. We, we want to expose okay. Well, talk about. Well, but, that's the case because I was thinking about him. Okay. But, like I didn't see him. But then again, that you know whatever. So I go Cassius, Ja. Um, ja Moran. Okay. Uh, it's my two guards. Uh, forward, I, I do Zion, of course. Um, <laughs> he just, yeah, here's will probably be, if I, if I have to give it a guess, it's Zion like, will probably be unanimous. Yeah, no, He'll that's unanimous. unanimous. It's, it's, um, but then again, uh, I'm with, I'm a split between you two, like, it's RJ slash, um, Cam. Okay. Cause like. RJ, RJ is good, but then he like does dumb things to me. And then Cam is good, but then sometimes it's like he'll wait to go off. Um, yeah, I understand that. Like he like he chooses when and when not to exactly. uh, gets himself involved offensively. Uh, pretty tough. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie here. Yeah, because there's some guys out there when you uh, when you think about it, because you know even uh, what, is, what is PJ? Oh, P.J. Washington? What is, his, what is his position? He's a forward. He's a forward? Yeah, he's a forward. Can I have three forwards and no center? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. Essentially, so, yeah. So give, so give me P.J. Washington, because I... Um, the turnaround he did the other night? Oh, that's man. like his move, though. That's like his move. But, man, though, I'm like... like he did, he, he's then, a shoulder, too. I also see it. why you got Tyler Harrell as freshman of the year, though. Like, he was... Left hand, right oh, hand, yeah. all that. Just dropping them in there. Well, it's not really too many uh, good freshmen uh, in the SEC uh, this year overall. I mean, outside of, like, Naz Reed. Uh, that's really it, really, because a lot of people are have, like, sophomores and juniors or even seniors. So, uh, yeah, I had to just go ahead and give him the uh, freshman. If I had to give it to someone, it'd be mm-hmm. him. But, uh, yeah, like you said, Alex, uh, Grant Williams, that's a that's a name that can always that can be mentioned in the uh, All-American. Uh, so is the uh, Admiral Schofield. He's an ox, so he can – that's another name that if he doesn't even make first-team All-American, if those two guys don't make first-team, they'll definitely at least make second or uh, third-team All-American for um, sure. And then, I, like, just looking at this list, uh, I'm going to disagree with you on – you got freshman of the year being Romeo Langford. Uh, I I I do like that, but I, um, I'm gonna give it to Teske, um, just cause what? I like Romeo. Bro, like to me, that's about, like man? he's just cause like he he's gonna have the ball in, in his hand more, I'm out, more, man. more times than not. Okay. Put, you gotta put the rush uh, thing behind. <laughs> what are we talking about? Nah, Teske that Teske that a freshman though. Oh, he yeah. not. Hell no. Oh, <laughs> I'm going off it. <laughs> <laughs> like a junior. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Uh, well, this guy, what I said, people. Oh, wait, well, I mean, you see it right there. You know, Romeo Langford. Uh, that's who I would decide to be freshman. Yeah, no, nah, for real. 
Enjoy oh, yeah. Romeo or uh, or Bryce Davis for the Big Ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, Bryce Davis, he averaging like eighteen. You know what? And now that I think about it, I would probably make it. You can make a strong case really for Bradeskis too as well yeah. because like his like his his play transferred Record. to wins. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like his, nobody yeah. expected Michigan to come out how they came out this season, and like he played yeah, a big part of that. Like you know what I'm saying with the. Just his scoring ability, you know what I'm saying? His, 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 just coming in ready to play, really, he felt the big boy that they, you know what I'm saying, that people kind of was like, who gonna slash and who gonna create offense exactly. and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd probably give it to him, though, for Big Ten, for, um, what's the other kind? ACC? Yeah. Kobe White. He Kobe White, first. <laughs> he sure have it in the bag. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you, Alex. Uh, Kobe White played and phenomenal, then, especially down the, down the stretch, too. Yeah, like you said, the ACC is not too many um, freshmen besides, like, Tyler Hero and Nas Reed. So I have to, I probably have to go with uh, Hero in that conference. And then what's funny is uh, with the Big 12 is that it's not really too many uh, freshmen that really like start anyway in that conference or so. That's what we was just talking about about the whole team <laughs> aspect versus star aspect, you know, because then you go to these other leagues and be like a whole lot of seniors on that squad instead of it being a freshman star. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, Big 12 play, you got Dedrick Lawson and then you got uh, Jared Culver, then you got the uh, the cat from Iowa State, um, Shayok, if you will, mm-hmm. and then uh, Barry Brown. But then, like, uh, freshman of the year for, for them, for that conference would be uh, Taylor Horton Tucker from uh, Iowa State. And uh, you guys never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I'm already sure. So that just goes to show you how uh, there's not much of uh, good freshmen out there for the Big 12. And then, obviously, you know, freshman of the year, you could probably flip a coin heads or tails for ACC with uh, either RJ or Zion. Yeah, I forgot about them. So which, which – uh, which one you guys think will get that award? For ACC freshman of the year? Yeah. Zion or RJ. It's like a flip they might, They right? might they might give it to RJ just because, like, you know, he finished, like, you he know, he, he was healthy. But if I'm giving anybody, I'm giving it to Zion just because, like, you see the impact. Yeah. <laughs> Him not out there, they not. I'm seeing. They not doing it. I'm giving it to Kobe White because he got the dubs. <laughs> true, true. He do got the dubs, though. So, like, yeah. it really, like. That's the argument there. Like he do, he did beat him. So it's like, yeah. Twice, twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got That's a strong point. So uh, yeah, Kobe White definitely has an argument. You know, you know both uh, both wins as well against Duke. So yeah, I'm with you on that, Alex, for sure. And then uh, freshman of the year for Big East probably be uh, Georgetown's Josh LeBlanc. Him and uh, what's the uh, kid name? Oh. Uh, uh, Talking about, talking about, I don't want to say that. Um, Matt Mc, uh, McClung. Yep, there we go. Yeah, Matt McClung. The other so, guy. Uh, him, and, him and Josh, they've played phenomenal for Georgetown. I've been able to catch a lot of uh, Big East basketball as of late. Uh, you know, there's a lot of expectations for, you know, Jelly Fam, uh, Javon, uh, Quiverly. You know, we all expect him to play phenomenal when he came in, but he didn't get a lot of minutes uh, really throughout the season as we uh, probably would have hoped just from seeing a lot of the, you know, the highlight mixtape and everything else, you know, over the course of the summer and everything with the whole Jelly Fam and all, all the uh, behind the scenes stuff like that. But Big East Player of the Year probably would be Marcus Howard, right? Like, no question with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played phenomenal, twenty over 24 a game, 24 points a game. Just playing, you know, good basketball throughout the season and throughout even non-conference. Remember, he was playing phenomenal non-conference, but even with uh, conference play, he was able to keep that, you know, that same energy and uh, perform well. So, uh, Malik, who you got, sir? All Americans. You told me to put you last, so you so you last, and you gotta hold it down. I mean, my list ain't gonna deviate too too different <laughs> from y'all. I probably I was thinking about uh, Showfield from Tennessee. Uh, okay, for sure. All right. What do you guys say, uh, Cover from uh, Texas? Cover. Oh, you ain't let me finish. I was oh, gonna put him up. There, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of biased with him. though. y'all told you he ran track and whatnot. He the uh, high jump champion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of biased with him. Well, I mean, yeah, I throw him in there too. He's Sophomore played, holding well. it down down in Texas Tech. Uh, RJ Bear for sure. It's because I feel like he just proved he proved himself to be more than just uh, 
more than just a scorer. He's definitely like a playmaker and things like that. He could be a playmaker. He got different things in his bag he can uh, expose. Marcus Howard as one of the guards. Cassius Winston as one of the guards. Okay, so that's four. Uh, fifth. Have to go with my man from Gonzaga because, you know, they number one right now. He doing something right. He leading his team that's doing doing something good. Which one? What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Jew? Jai? Jew? Jew? Ju- uh, Rui? 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 Oh, yeah. Hashimura. Yeah. <laughs> Hashimura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bucket, bro. So, yeah, he'll probably be, like, a lottery pick yeah. uh, without question. And then Jay Morant, I'm going to put him honorable mention because, I mean, you know, I mean, he, they, his team ain't played not one team this year yeah, that's like been in the uh, top 100. That's what I'm saying. They're not blowing them out. But at the same time, at the same time, you got you got to play who in front of you. Yeah, and that's all he's yeah, doing. Yeah, that's all you. Yeah, that's the only thing you can do is just play play your opponent. You know, twenty four game, five rebounds, ten assists. Uh, he, you know, if you see if you saw his name as a uh, All American, would would you be mad? Would you I be mad if he's first team? Would you be upset? Because I know, I know, I know. Nah, yeah, I seen he play last night. Actually, boy, he ran off about ten straight points. First team, I probably. I don't know. First team, like second team, I put him, I probably put him second team just because of the the who he's playing against. Like I know he has no control over that. Yeah. But be, be honored that you're still an All American. You know, like that's <laughs> big. He a sophomore, man. He can go ahead and transfer if he needs to. Bro. Oh no, he. Oh no, he out of. He out of. He out of. He out of. He If he was to stay, if he was, if he was to stay, he probably he probably stay there. He probably try like just get some out of conference like early on, like some big names. But then we don't know. Just go he ahead and take this, this yeah, draft take stock this, yeah, you got. Take this draft stock. <laughs> yeah, take this draft stock and run with it. So, yeah, college hoops. Uh, it's going to be a huge frenzy. Uh, player of the year, guys. I got this Got this list right here. Look at this option. Look at all these options here. Player of the year for college basketball. You got R.J. Barrett. You got Carson Wentz. You got you got the kid from Gonzaga. You got Rui Hashimura. You know you got Marcus. You got Marcus Howard. You got Dedrick Lawson. You got John Morant. You got P.J. Washington. You got Grant Williams. You got Zion Williamson, and you got Cassius Winston. Which player wins? Which player wins? Uh, player of the year, and why? Cassius. Player of the year, Naismith Player of the Year. Yeah, um, just I think he's the um all, he's an all-around complete player, um, and really what like what it really without him his team doesn't win. Like you clearly saw that when Lifer went out they could still win, when Nick Ward is out they can still win, and that's because of Cassius. So I give it to him. There's other players that I think could win it, but I think Cassius is like if he's picked, nobody nobody's just gonna sit up here and be like oh he, he doesn't deserve it like. To carry your team to Big Ten Conference Championship shared or whatever, but still to carry them to that, you know, like it's a, it's big in the best conference in college basketball. Mr. Malik, player, your Naismith Player of the Year is. <laughs> I'm gonna go with today, Junior. <laughs> you got a chance. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna just go with RJ Barrett just because I, I don't know. I feel like I'm biased against him just because I, I like his game. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like he a forward, he moves like a guard. He he make decisions like a guard. You feel me? Like that's yes. that's things that point out to me. And of course, like he not do, like they're not winning right now. But I'm not putting all that blame on him as well either. Okay. He's out there doing his thing. He doing what he can do to put his team in the uh, best position. Where yet, Cam? For me, if I have to decide a player of the year, I would probably have to go with Cassius Winston as well. I would have to agree with you, Jamar, just because uh, despite the injuries, you know, you lose two starters and you're still able to uh, keep your team in a good position to win games night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kept your you kept your team uh, within the head of the pack, within the pack uh, for the Big Ten down the stretch and uh, get that share. Of the Big Ten uh, champions, regular season champion, uh, regular season title, and so depending on how far they go in the Big Ten tournament, and then also the NCAA tournament, I believe that uh, Cassis can lead this team, you know, at least to the Sweet 16, and then you see what happens from there. But uh, 
yeah, I have to put uh, Cassius Winston up there with the uh, Nate Smith. And then also, you know, Hashemir. I would have to put him up there too as well because uh, Gazaga's played uh, good basketball. So those, you know, if I had to pick it, probably between those two, uh, those two players. And then obviously uh, you can never count out a, a player like R.J. Bear. Mr. Alex, uh, who would you decide to be the uh, Nate Smith player of the year uh, if you had to choose? Oh, Cassius Winston off top. Just right. basically for all the reasons you said, without him, Michigan State is not even close to, you know what I'm saying, being in the conversation. He does everything for that team. Basically the motor, you know what I'm saying, get all the assists, all the points. He even helps, you know what I'm saying, on the boards, plays defense, does it all. And like nobody expected Michigan State to be here either, you know what I'm saying, where they at now, really. So Especially with the talent, huh? Yeah. Like when they lost all the talent. All the, yeah, all the injuries, I give it to Cassius Winston. So there you have it. Let me just put one more thing. Okay. Only reason why I ain't give it to Cassius Winston is because they like the spotlight isn't on him as much as it is in like the SEC. Like we was talking about the Big Ten and stuff. Yeah. So I, I guess I was kind of looking at it more of a who I think they're going to actually name as uh, player of the year. Like, I don't think they'll actually put Cassius Winston in the uh, talks just because, I don't know, it's Michigan State, like, they're not a big name like uh, Duke or USC or anything like that to me, like, like, for basketball. I don't know, like, I can't really? really explain. Like, they are to me, but I can't really explain it. Like, I feel like they'll pick somebody at SEC over the Big Ten. They are. They just don't get as much love as Duke and them. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I see where you're Yeah, that's from. what I'm Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Well, I hope you enjoyed this segment of The Rundown. Make sure you listen to The Rundown podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Make sure you tune in to The Rundown. Make sure you find out also soon uh, just how you can win some uh, some apparel. We're going to be talking about having some uh, rundown apparel. Yeah, we some rundown apparel. Yes, yeah, rundown apparel and also other black businesses as well. We're going to be uh, tying in and tapping in with other uh, with other brands out there and just kind of getting more exposure for the rundown and also for uh, other, bra- other brands as well, other black-owned brands, because this is a black-owned uh, podcast, and I appreciate uh, the three gentlemen that does the, that do the podcast uh, with me. Uh, you all. Oh. <laughs> you all, of course. Um, Alex, uh, Jamar, Malik, appreciate you guys uh, being a part of the podcast. And uh, make sure uh, you listen to the podcast. You, sh- you share the podcast. You tell your mom about the podcast. You tell your, your, for all your folks about the rundown. You know, this is a rundown podcast. You know, tell the people who you are. Business is still booming. <laughs> you know. As always. As always. Look out for the rundown. The merch. <laughs> Look, we're going to get the merch popping. <laughs> Headbands, all that. What you want? An earring? We got you. <laughs> M A R, I'm an S T A R. Let's go, baby. Visors, all that. <laughs> and that's it. Make sure you uh, follow the Rundown Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, streaming on those platforms. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. America.